0: Hashtag, I date money. Fool and their money are soon separated. My husband says that all the time. As he watches people spend their money, in his opinion, foolishly, he reflects back on how foolish he used to be and how foolish I used to be in spending money. We all have different spending habits, and that's normal, Right. But some of the things that you purchased in your life, are you looking like, why did I buy that? Some of the gifts that you received, it's amazing how we just were impulsive for whatever reason. And some of the things that I invested in, I thought, oh, that was so foolish. Why did I do that? Spending money on things that are not of quality sometimes can be foolish. Sometimes the cheapest way isn't always the best option, but a lot of us think that, oh, this is only $200 versus $400 for a couch, say, for a sofa, right? What are you really getting? And then when you get it, it's like, oh, this is junk. It's so lightweight. And then of course, you know, years ago, furniture was made so much more sturdier and it was solid woods and now it's all like manufactured. So it's going to be a lot lighter. But it's like the heavier the material, the more money it costs. The bigger it is, the more money it costs. So when you can get the same exact item for cheaper because it's on clearance, you waited, it's no longer available. It's like buying a car, right? You buy a brand new car, you're going to pay a full price. You wait a year, it's going to be used. That was the norm, but that actually changed in the last couple of years with the pandemic and it's like wait a minute used cars cost more than new cars now Boy, that doesn't make any sense so it's all on our perspective right what defines being foolish and where did this conditioning statement come from a fool and their money are soon parted you know it basically means that when you're foolish with all of your expenses and you're foolish with all of your investments you're always gambling, always spending, always doing this one thing, you're going to be parted. You and money are going to part. You're not going to have a relationship. And if you truly want to be partners with money, you need to be wise. You need to make wise decisions. Who helps you make that wise decision? You do. You have the answers inside of you. You are a financial genius. But sometimes conditioning statements that are ignored. You know, maybe someone told you to, to tell your thoughts to shut up. Don't ever tell yourself to shut up, okay? <laughs> you know, unless you're giving yourself a command in golf <laughs> and you don't want to look up when you go to swing through the ball, don't tell yourself to shut up. When I golf, I say, shut up and sit down. And that helps me remember to keep my head down so I don't stand up while I'm following through on my shot. But being a fool, define foolishness. Sometimes we look at something or somebody doing something and we're like, that is so foolish. I would never do that. Taking chances may be a foolish decision for someone who is very conservative, and that's okay. It's their opinion. No one can judge you. You can't judge others because you don't really know. You can't see the big picture. But when you continuously gamble, when you have $1,000 and you go sit down and you gamble, you play blackjack, whatever it is. And that $1,000 is gone and you didn't win anything back. Wouldn't it be foolish to sit there and get another $1,000 to blow? Try to make your money back in hopes to make your money back. To me, that would be a foolish decision. You know, I don't even like gambling, but we do gamble every single day. I come from a whole line of gamblers entrepreneurs who had tons of businesses that, you know, were always in the startup phase, you know, never got beyond that five-year mark because it's hard. Let's face it. You're a business owner. You know the work that's involved. And so many of us settle and say, oh, I'm just going to go to work for someone else. It's a steady paycheck. But that someone else is an entrepreneur who's doing all that work, who's built this empire of employees, right? Right. There's always the, the, the top of the line. There's always that ladder movement, right? So thinking about being foolish. A money, foolishness, wise, money, partnering with money in a wise way. I do the one word journey. And in 2022, my one word was wisdom. When I do one word, I, I seek out the root of the word, the origin or, or origin. <laughs> I can say that correctly. And I look at all the examples, all the YouTube, whatever I can find. And I'm aware of that word being prominent, seeing it, you know, what you focus on grows, right? So in 2023, my one word is connection. And I was reading a post. Uh, I just, was writing a post to promote this podcast, I Date Money, and I use the word connection like three or four times. I'm like, oh, pay attention. Because wise people pay attention and make decisions accordingly based on the thoughts that they receive. They ask themselves a question. They gather the information. They look at the pros and cons. And then hopefully they make a wise decision. But sometimes you might make a foolish decision. And it's okay because we all make foolish decisions. Trust me. <laughs> Made lots of them. But what we want to do is give ourselves grace and to realize, you know what? That investment may not have been the best choice. I should have researched it further. But maybe you took the advice from someone you trusted. Maybe it was doing great and there was all this hype and you were like, oh, they're doing really well. I'm just going to trust it. That's okay. Give yourself grace and realize that you learn something from that. Every experience you have, you pull something, you can learn something from that. And there's something good to learn from each and every one of our experiences. It makes us stronger. It makes us wiser. It helps us, it helps our future self get on the path to where we want to be. And when you know where you want to be, you can reverse engineer it and take the action steps to get there. So instead of criticizing yourself and telling yourself, oh, I'm so foolish, I did this thing, give yourself grace and realize when you start to make decisions by partnering, first decision, first key strategy, partner with money. If you think of money as a relationship, right? Think of speed dating. You start weeding out who you don't want. There's the spenders, the savers, the hoarders, (laughs) the investors, these different money personalities. And if you haven't, if you don't know, like if you haven't done a speed dating event, go hop onto my website, idatemoney.com and check out the, there's play cards there with little uh, two minute videos of you dating money. You can figure out who your money personality is. Who do you want to partner with? And it's okay to be a a saver. It's okay to be a spender. There's nothing wrong with that. Our core values dictate what we're going to do, and it's okay. Having that balance, having that partnership with money is always implementing the money strategy that works for you. that's aligned with your core values so that you can give like you've never given before. I like to say, so you can give like Bezos, invest like Buffett, and splurge like Lady Gaga. Building this beautiful empire, realizing that debt can be used as leverage for you to make more money. It's not always bad. Knowing that, I don't like the word budget, but you might. Money strategies that simplify your relationship with money so that you can live in abundance, you can create limitless abundance and leave a beautiful legacy legacy from the third to the fourth generation. Imagine what it's like to be able to give 10% of your money away. Or maybe more. Maybe you want to give away more. Maybe you've been the person who's been foolish in the eyes of, the, of society. And you've taken all of your money that you've received and poured it back into your business in hopes that it will multiply and you will make more money. Let me give you a hint. That's not the key strategy to building wealth. You want to know what the key strategy is? There's several. But the top key strategy in building wealth is to give thanks for the income you have. Money, like any relationship, wants to be nurtured to grow. It wants to be paid attention to. It wants to say, hey, look at me. Look at how great I am. When was the last time you complimented money? When was the last time you complimented yourself or someone else? Giving thanks, compliments go so far. Pulling out the good from all the things. And realizing, giving yourself grace that, hey, you know what? We're going to make some foolish mistakes. We're going to do some things that we're not going to look back at. We're going to be like, why did I do that? That was kind of foolish. It's okay. To stay partners with money so that you don't part and go your own ways. Implement the key strategy. Start giving thanks. Get out there. Hashtag I date money and share one thing that you're grateful for that money has done for you and start partnering with money because it doesn't matter how much money you make. It's what you do with it. Hey, hey, hashtag I date money go out there and do all the things. It doesn't matter how much you make. It's what you do with it. Follow the show, give a review, give us some star ratings and share it with all the courageous business coaches, you know, who are ready to partner with money.